What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Wild, wild Tuesday afternoon in the NFL today. Everybody was trimming their rosters down to their 53s. The Jonathan Taylor news, we thought he was going to be traded for a good half hour, hour there. He did not get traded. He's left on the PUP list, which is quite surprising. He's going to be out for the first four games. Uh, we'll get to that when we go over the Colts. Uh, and then I was just looking at the New England Patriots and what they they cut, like Bailey Zappi and a bunch of running backs, and a bunch of other players today. They had literally have two running backs on the roster. So I'm probably going to be moving Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott up uh, just a little bit. But what we're going to do, we're going to hop into a screen share here. Uh, if you guys want to chime in, you know, throughout the video, but I'd, I'd prefer to just kind of knock out as many takes as I can and get you guys set up for your drafts the rest of the week and for Labor Day weekend. I'm not going to be able to make any more content other than tomorrow night, which we'll be doing our live drafts uh, on ESPN and Yahoo. So we're going to hop right into it, guys. We're going to start with the AFC North. Uh, as far as the Ravens are concerned, I'm I got, I'm drafting Lamar Jackson. I, I think he's a top five quarterback. We're, we're, we're into him for sure. Uh, I don't really need to tell you much anything more than I, I like, him. you know, I, I think he's, you know, quarterback four, five, six off the board. If he dips into the end of the fourth, you know, sometimes fifth round, I'm taking Lamar. We're excited about this Ravens offense for sure. Uh, I think JK Dobbins is on my list as one of those running back twos that I like quite a bit. Melvin Gordon got cut today and uh, I'm actually watching Justice Hill to see if he's the running back two here. I think there's some opportunity for Hill uh, as a receiver and, and who knows, he might have a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more upside than a Gus Edwards. So to me, it's Dobbins. The receiver that I want is Zay Flowers. I'm not very interested in Odell Beckham. I just pass on him. He's just an older receiver that I'm not super excited about. I am curious about Rashad Bateman, though. I don't mind putting Rashad Bateman on the end of my bench because we know he's a big play guy. He's, it's really just his health. That's a question mark. So you can see I got four green guys here on the Ravens. I'm into him. I think you guys should be too. Zay Flowers is one of those uh, really fun rookie wide receiver picks that I think you guys should be excited about. Let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. I think first and foremost, it's all about Nick Chubb here. He is he's the straw that stirs the entire drink. I think he's going to be probably the guy that leads the league in rushing yards this year. He's really fun and exciting, and uh, I think he's worth you know in your redraft leagues, he's probably worth the first round pick if you get him round two. That's great as well. He's just an anchor running back. You're not going to have to worry about him at all. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson is fine as you know a quarterback one. I'm not super excited about him, but I'll take him if he falls. Uh, I still don't know who the RB2 is here. I think they might sign somebody. Actually, they did go and bring in uh, Pierre. They traded for Pierre Strong Jr. the other day from uh, the Patriots. So the Patriots just clean house with the running back room. But we're watching for RB2 here. I don't know if we need to draft Jerome Ford. Uh, Amari Cooper is, is a fine target here. I, I don't draft him a lot. I think he's a solid wide receiver, too, that I would prefer him to be my wide receiver three in my fantasy lineup. Uh, I do take stabs on Elijah Moore and uh, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think they're both going to be on the field a lot. You're going to see a lot of three wide receiver sets with these guys. Um, both guys that are probably on your bench. Uh, honestly, I don't think I want them starting in my lineup as my wide receiver three. If you do, if you're in a league where you start three receivers in a flex, I suppose he could be, you know, RB or wide receiver four. I think that does make sense. Uh, but for sure, Elijah Moore, Don Peoples Jones are on my list. And then if you need a tight end at some point, I think David Njoku is going to be a favorite target of Deshaun Watson this season. Nobody else to really note on the bench here for Cleveland. So we'll keep it moving and go over to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, man, this is a good one. We're going to highlight all of these guys green. We're excited about the offense. I'm not too concerned about the calf injury. 
Uh, good evening to Justin. He says Zay Flowers is the guy. He's one of the he's one of the best rookie wide receiver picks you can make. We'll we'll get to some other rookie wide receivers that I'm drafting this year, uh, but for sure Zay Flowers might be at the top of my list, and I think he should probably be you know maybe even higher than Jordan Addison. Uh, but for the Bengals, I'm not concerned about Joe Burrow's calf injury. I think he's going to be fine. He's had plenty of time to heal. He's going to be just fine. He's a top five QB and one of the best offenses in football. Joe Mixon, I like as my running back too, but I, I do want to just pump the brakes because I, I did see signs of decline last year. Um, the good news for Joe Mixon, he's got – he doesn't have a really good running back behind him. He's going to get a lot of volume. So he's a pure volume play. He can be a running back too that has RB1 upside. Uh, I think he's the third, fourth round pick wherever. I'm fine with it. Uh, but clearly the guy you want here is Jamar Chase. You take him with the, you know, the second, third, fourth, whatever overall pick, and you just enjoy. I think we're going to see a breakout season out of Jamar Chase. Hopefully he stays healthy. Dude's got, you know, 16, 1700 yard upside. He's probably going to be the candidate to lead the offense or lead the, the NFL in receiving touchdowns this year. And fun fact, last year, Jamar Chase threw 12 or 13 games. He led the NFL in targets per game. I think it was like 10.8. He was ahead of cup, ahead of just Justin Jefferson. So Chase might be, he, he could finish as the, I, I think, I think Chase could finish as the wide receiver one this year. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Uh, T Higgins to me is a solid wide receiver too. I'm not super excited about where he's going in his ADP. I'd rather have DK Metcalf, who's the number one on his team. I'd rather have a couple other guys in that area, but I do like Higgins. If you get him, Tyler Boyd, I just, I'm not excited about. I don't need him on my team. He's just a bench piece. Um, and then Irv Smith, maybe like he's a, he's a decent, uh, you know, project tight end too. He's a guy that I want to monitor. I'm actually going to make him orange. Uh, so keep an eye on him, but it's clearly the guys in green here that I'm looking for. And yeah, that's, that's the point. We haven't even heard anything really buzzing about Irv Smith all summer. So I think that's maybe because of the lack of the burrow, but, uh, but otherwise let's get to these Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I think the, the darlings here are Deontay, George Pickens and Pat Frymuth. Pat Frymuth is one of the, the last tight ends that I want on my roster. If I can't get Darren Waller or Dallas Goddard, I want Pat Frymuth. After that, I can maybe get Najoku. But Deontay is going to lead the team in targets and receptions. Pickens might even lead them in yards. I'm, I'm super excited. Year two wide receivers are always a good bet. Pickens is one of those guys. And the, the, page, uh, the, the Steelers, they looked really good in the preseason, almost too good here where I think I personally, I think Kenny Pickett's like the ideal quarterback to stash. Like if you grab your anchor QB one, you know, your top five, top 10 guy, and then you wait and you grab like Kenny Pickett and Jordan love, and you just, you know, roll the dice at QB two and figure it out. I think Kenny Pickett's going to take a year two leap. Um, I prefer Jalen Warren at ADP to Najee Harris. I think he's, I think he's the better back. I think Damien Harris, or uh, I think Najee Harris is going to get a ton of, uh, a ton of volume, which is fine, but I, I think Jalen Warren's more explosive. So I don't draft Najee Harris at ADP. Uh, I, I'm going to make him orange because like, I'm okay with him if he falls, but I don't find myself drafting a lot of Najee because if I take Najee, I'm less likely to take Deontay and George Pickens and Pat. So that's kind of how I'm playing it. I want Deontay or Pickens. You need one of them, I think, this year because this is going to be pretty good. Uh, and then stacking Pickett and, and Pickett and in. Pickett and Pickens, it sounds fun. In a super flex league, man, like you want to have a couple stacks. You get two QBs. It's nice to have a receiver or two that are stacked with your guys here. So I think that makes sense. In a one QB league, we're not really worried about picking or about Pickett, but for sure in two QB super flex league, that's where it's at. So I like the Steelers offense. Don't sleep on Allen Robinson. I know he burned all of us last year, including me. Uh, and then I want to shout out Calvin Austin, who might have some uh, opportunities this year. So I'm bullish on the Steelers, man. But let's move on over to the NFC North. Uh, Chicago Bears, there's literally, there's only there's only three guys that I want on my team. 
It's Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, and DJ Moore. Justin Fields, you know, he's going to have a ton of value in in four-point passing touchdown leagues. He loses value in six-point passing touchdown leagues. But I still think he's a top five upside play. Uh, I'm probably taking Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert over him just because I feel better about their outlook. And uh, Justin Fields, I just want to let you guys know, he, he runs the ball a lot. He's going to have a lot of risk to take hits and miss a couple games. So I love Fields. I don't think he's going to rush for as many yards as he did last year, but I do expect his passing numbers to look somewhat better with a stud like DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore... I don't love him as a wide receiver two, but I love him as a wide receiver three. If you can get him on your roster, you know, in the flex spot or the wide receiver three spot, I think that looks really, really good. Uh, where's Mooney going? He's not going on my team. That's for sure. I just, I'm not drafting Mooney or Chase Claypool. Uh, the Bears offense is going to throw the ball the fewest in the league. Don't go after these, these tertiary targets. It's just not good business, guys. There's, there's better team, better upside, better players to get in the range of their outcomes. These guys are best ball pick, picks only. If you need a tight end, I, I'm fine with Cole Komet, but you're kind of doing the, the – you're kind of doing the touchdown dance with him, hoping he falls into the end zone again. Now that DJ Moore's there, I don't think Cole Komet's a viable guy you want to leave in your lineup every week. Uh, Deonta Foreman is the backup there. I wouldn't mind him as like one of my last picks on my team, but I'd rather draft Roshan Johnson. He's going to be the third down change of pace back. Uh, there is some interest in the Bears offense here. Yeah, Allen Robinson burned us, man. Um Fields and Richardson might be that's a fun duo, man. You get a, you get a lot of rushing upside with that duo. Uh, but let's talk about the Packers. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the Packers. Uh, their offense was not good last year. It was not good. It was a bottom 10 offense. And I think this year they're going to be closer to average. So I expect the Packers to have better stats on the season. Jordan Love does not need to be great. He just needs to be okay. Uh, and, and I think in a super flex league, I'm going to make him green. He belongs in that Kenny Pickett tier where I think he could surprise us. Uh, I'm drafting Aaron Jones to be, you can get him as your RB two. I think that's, I think that's where he looks really, really good. Um, he can be a top 10, top 12 running back, but when you put him at the, the RB two slot slot, that's where his positional value is greatest. And I'm, I'm going to keep saying that positional value. That's super important because you know, Aaron Jones, yeah, if he finishes his top 10, top 12 back, he can be a running back one. But when you start your draft with Tony Pollard, you come back and you hit Amon Ross St. Brown and you get Aaron Jones as your RB2, like that's a positional value. Aaron Jones at RB2 is kind of a cheat code. Um, A.J. Dillon is a guy that I'm fine with putting on the end of my bench. You just got to be patient. If Aaron Jones goes down, misses a game or two, we've seen Dillon play pretty well. And he always seems to be like a guy you want on your team come the fantasy playoffs. Uh, I'm going to go to Luke Musgrave, man. Put Luke Musgrave on the end of your bench. It, you can wait for tight end if you want. If you want to grab somebody like Dalton Kincaid and Luke Musgrave, like do it. If you want to grab Najoku and Musgrave, do it. Musgrave is going to be on the field a ton. And yeah, Jones at RB2 is nasty. I think he's a third round value. It really depends on, uh, on what website you're playing. If I look at just the Fantasy Pros ADP real quick, let's take a look at this uh, together. They have him as RB15, pick 39. So that's like the, the in a 12-man league, that's like the second, third, fourth pick of the fourth round. So I'm, I'm okay with Aaron Jones in that range. That seems like a pretty good running back two position for you. Now, uh, I'm, I'm in on Musgrave. I think one of your last picks needs to be a rookie receiver, whether it's Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, or Jonathan Mingo. I want Jaden Reed on my team. I think he's better than Romeo Dobbs. Like, don't get me wrong. I still like Romeo Dobbs. Like, the Packers, like... They're going to like, this is the offense. Like they're just going to leave these guys on the field. It's going to be very concentrated and they're all going to probably be pretty decent plays. I think Dobbs is someone that you want to put on your bench. I'd rather have Romeo Dobbs and Tyler Boyd's Darnell Mooney's, you know, stuff like that. And then I do think Christian Watson 
I think we're going to see him develop a little bit more as a receiver and a route runner this year. He's got to catch the ball. That's always a must, but it's hard to argue, you know, in the, in let's see, let's see where Watson's ADP is here on uh, the ESPN's sleepers of the world's uh, Watson is 55th overall. So a late fifth round pick sign me up. Like he's got league winning upside. We know that he can take any play to the house. Uh, and I think he's going to have a decent floor this year. So I like the Packers offense. Uh, they actually cut Patrick Taylor today. So they're going to have um, this backup here, Emmanuel Wilson, Wilson Jr. Uh, but keep an eye here. And they also added Malik Heath. Uh, but keep an eye on Samare Toure. He's number four receiver here. If anything happens to one of the top guys, he's going to be the next man up. So, cautious, again, cautiously optimistic about the Packers. Uh, the Detroit Lions, man, let's just go ahead and get this whole freaking chunk green. I love Jared Goff. I think if you wait for QB, you can get Jared Goff and Anthony Richardson and call it a day. Jared Goff is the ideal QB2 for Superflex for me. I think this offense is going to hum. You know, adding Jameer Gibbs, uh, David Montgomery is a huge upgrade over Swift and Jamal Williams. Um, I'm taking Jameer Gibbs as my running back too. I think his ADP is a little bit steep. Um, I had I've been going kind of going back in the comments uh, with Slick Rick. I don't know if you're watching the video, Slick Rick, but uh, I do agree, man. I, I have. I have Jameer Gibbs ranked probably too aggressively in my projections, but that's just how the projections came out. Like Jameer Gibbs is a really safe and solid running back too, but with his pass receiving profile in a full PPR league, I think he could finish as a top 10, top 12 running back. Uh, third round, fourth round price tag is a little bit rich, but uh, I'm willing to take a chance. The value here is on David Montgomery. Like he's just way too cheap. He's down here at RB 31. Dude's going to be a top 20 back by the end of the season. So my number one takeaway so far is draft. Draft, 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 David Montgomery. He's going to eat in this offense. He's going to get a ton of touches, goal line work, all the fun stuff that you're looking for from a running back sleeper. Uh, and then I'm in Ross St. Brown. I have him as top five receiver upside in full PPR. Like full PPR, I'm all in on St. Brown. Half PPR to standard, I could do without him, but I'm all in on St. Brown. Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds are going to get the start while Jamison Williams. I'm, I'm not even drafting Jamison Williams. I'm not going to burn a roster spot for six weeks just so I can maybe have someone that we don't know is good yet. Like I want to see it before I buy it here. Uh, and then I do think Sam Laporte is an interesting sleeper on the bench. To be honest with you, Josh Reynolds might be a guy worth putting on your roster for the first six games and see what happens. He's a great end of the end of the draft pick. Uh, the Vikings for me, the guys that I want are going to be a little bit weird. I want Justin Jefferson for sure. And I want Jordan Addison for sure. And I like Kirk Cousins. He also fits that Jared Goff tier for me, or he's like a great QB two in super flex leagues. And if I want to do Cousins and Anthony Richardson, that does pay off. I'm not drafting Alexander Madison guys. I think it's just a little bit too high. Like RB 21 seems about right. He's being drafted in the fifth, sixth round, but I tend to like the receivers in this range. So I don't get a lot of Alexander Madison. I'll make him orange just because like, again, orange means like I'm okay with him, but uh, I don't love the Viking schedule. I don't think they're going to run the ball effectively enough and their defense is bad. Like they're going to have to throw the ball. The guy that I want with one of my last picks is Ty Chandler. They actually cut Dwayne McBride today. They only have three running backs on roster. So Round 16, Ty Chandler penciled in for me. Uh, keep an eye on KJ Osborne. He's a guy that can be around 15, 16. And I'm not super excited about TJ Hawkinson. I don't think he's that elite of a tight end. I think I'd rather have Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard. And to be honest with you, like Hawkinson, I think Hawkinson gets drafted ahead of these guys. He does. I'd rather have Darren Waller and Dallas Goddard. And Pat Frymouth, to be honest with you. I like Hawkinson as a player, but um, I'm, I'm not drafting him that high. But we'll move on here. That's the NFC North. 
let's bounce it on down to the a the nfc east a lot of fun options on here for us but there's only a handful of guys that i actually want on my fantasy teams that's daniel jones saquon barkley darren waller i think you could take a shot on your bench with one of these receivers they, they could be of use uh and then the ultimate sleeper here is going to be jalen hyatt i just don't think you're ever going to feel comfortable starting a receiver for the giants other than darren waller waller is the wide receiver one for this team he's my tight end three uh, and he's not that far off of Mark Andrews. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to absolutely crush it. Make Saquon Barkley your first round pick at, you know, the, the back end of the first round. And Daniel Jones is just one of those guys that's being drafted way too late right now. As far as quarterbacks goes, Daniel Jones is QB 14. Like I want Daniel Jones over Cousins, Rodgers, probably Tua over Dak and maybe Deshaun Watson. I think he's top 10 upside at the position. So I love Daniel Jones. I think this offense is going to improve in year two of Brian Dable and year two for Daniel Jones in this system. They got Darren Waller. Receiver room looks okay. If I had to take a chance on one, I might grab Paris Campbell. I think he's going to be the guy that leads the team in receptions for receivers. Uh, moving on to the Washington Commanders. I might be all in on the Commanders, man. I, I think this offense is going to have to put up points. Uh, I'm actually kind of nervous about Terry McLaurin right now. We'll get to him in a second. I'm okay with Curtis Samuel. Uh, and then Cole Turner is the tight end to monitor off the waiver wire. But Sam Howell, Superflex Leagues, sign me up. I think Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Depends on the format. Full PPR, I want Gibson. Half PPR is standard. I want Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson's going to flirt with 1,000 yards rushing. Antonio Gibson's probably going to be around 1,000 yards, you know, all-purpose running and receiving. But I looked at their strength of schedule. They got a tough schedule this year. I, I think they're going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. So full PPR, I want Gibson on my team. Uh, Brian Robinson's probably the goal line back, and I, I do expect him to look good and be more involved in the passing game. But both guys, honestly, man, are really good values. Like I, I like both a ton. Uh, Brian Robinson being RB32 and Gibson RB34. I have both of them as top 30 backs. So there's room for both. Try and get one. And again, it's, it's kind of dependent of your scoring format. Terry McLaurin, I'm fine with Terry McLaurin. He hasn't really dipped enough to the point where I'm super excited about it. Right now, he's still wide receiver 23 in the fifth round. Give me Jahan Dotson, who's got wide receiver 33 and 86 you know, price tags. I, I'm taking Jahan Dotson over Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, I'll probably take Chris Godwin, but I, I do think Jahan Dotson. I'm taking Jahan Dotson over Jerry Judy, who's injured, over Terry McLaurin, who's probably injured right now. I'm, I'm very, very excited about Jahan Dotson. Who? was a first-round pick. Like He's got higher draft capital than Terry McLaurin. So I know Jahan Dotson's good. He's a touchdown guy. He's the guy I want as my wide receiver three. And then Samuel's just the end of the end of the bench stash play. And then don't sleep on Cole Turner. I think he's their best tight end. Um, Cowboys, let's highlight this one up. We got a lot of guys that we like here. It's going to be a fun year for the Cowboys. I'm pretty excited about these guys. And I have a couple guys here that I'm going to highlight. Orange, uh, Dak, I think, can be part of that plan where you grab Dak and Anthony Richardson and make a duo. It would be one of the last teams to take a QB. Dak looks really good as your QB2 in Superflex Leagues as well. I'm totally cool with Dak this year. Tony Pollard, to me, is the top five running back. And where Tony Pollard's being drafted right now, he's actually RB7. I'm taking Pollard over Henry. And Chubb, for sure, Barkley is a bit of a toss-up, but he, Pollard RB4, RB5 makes a lot of sense to me. 
Uh, Rico Dowdle's the number two, so you can put him on the end of your bench and see what happens, you know, see what happens the first week or two. Uh, but C.D. Lamb, yeah, I, th- I think C.D. Lamb's one of those positional value guys that looks best as a wide receiver two in my lineup. So if you start your draft with C.D. Lamb, or if you start your draft with Stephon Diggs and C.D. Lamb, that looks really, really good. I think C.D. Lamb's probably not a top five guy. I think he's a top 10 guy, though, uh, at the receiver position. I think Brandon Cooks is 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 going to be relevant this year. I'm excited for him, and, and hopefully he gets, you know, kind of a rejuvenated back half of his career here in Dallas. He can be your number four receiver, first guy off the bench, or someone you've put in your flex. Gallup belongs in that uh, that Romeo Dobbs, Tyler Boyd tier, just, you know, someone on the end of your bench that's a veteran presence. And then the sleeper tight end of the year here is Jake Ferguson. I actually got him as my tight end 12 in my projections. I think he's going to eat. He is uh, a very good pass catching tight end, and he can also hold his own as a blocker. So I'm in on Dallas. Moving on to the Eagles here. Uh, I love the Eagles. We're going to highlight all four of these guys green. Any chance you can get Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, please do so. I actually have Dallas Goddard as my tight end four, and he's the one that excites me the most because he's drafted the cheapest out of these four here. I think Jalen Hurts is the QB1 this year. Take him whenever you want. Just, you know, if I get him at a value, I would prefer that. A.J. Brown, I think, has top five receiver upside, but he's safe as a top 10 wide receiver, and he's being drafted uh, I think as a wide receiver, he's being drafted at wide receiver six. So first pick of the second round makes sense to me. If you can get him as your wide receiver too, that's ridiculous. Devonta Smith can be your wide receiver too, but his positional value uh, going at pick 30, you can get him as your wide receiver three. If you start three wide receivers and just get a sick lineup, uh, I think DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell, and Rashad Penny are all going to annoy the hell out of us this year. Good luck. Good luck, man. If you're drafting an Eagle and if it's not Hurts, A.J. Brown, Smith, or Goddard, I think you're doing it wrong. Uh, the guy that I want is probably Kenny Gainwell because he's cheaper than Swift, but I do think all three of these guys will have value at some point this season, but just not in my starting lineup. Put them on your bench. Let things unvolve and unfold for a little bit, but that's how I'm playing the Eagles here. Let's move on to yeah, – there we go. Let's move on to the AFC East, Justin's favorite division here. Uh, we'll start with the Dolphins. No Jonathan Taylor, but uh, we're going to highlight Tua, Tyreek, Waddle. That's probably it. I'm going to make Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson orange. I'm going to make Devon A-Chain red. I'm not drafting A-Chain. And then keep an eye on Braxton Berrios and Durham Smythe. These guys are waiver wire guys. We'll talk about it at some point this year. Uh, but Tua, I, I like Tua. I think any week that he's healthy, he's got you know top 10 upside at the position. Uh, he feels a little bit light as your QB1, but he's got Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. This, we know this offense is going to be good. So I'm okay with if you grab Tua and Anthony Richardson, Tua and Jared Goff, something like that can work. Now Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. I don't, it's a duo. I don't know how it's going to work. Honestly, uh, it's probably going to be last man standing kind of situation here, but either way, as long as one of these guys are healthy, they're going to be the primary ball carrier. Uh, Devon a chain's got a shoulder thing. I just, I'm not drafting him. He's not a every down runner as well. He's more of a change of pace, third down kind of back. So I I'm interested in Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson as like my fourth or fifth running back on my bench, but I, I might prefer some higher upside guys. Both these guys are kind of veterans. Tyreek, yes, take him in the first round. Jalen Waddle, yes, take him in the second round. And then keep an eye on Berrios and Durham Smythe. All righty. Justin's team, the New York Jets. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I'm not drafting as a QB1. I, I think Rodgers has value in super flex leagues. But if you draft him in your one QB leagues, make sure you have another QB. Because, again, those first six games are really tough for the Jets. Um, we wouldn't be surprised if the Jets are two and four or three and three coming out of those six games heading into the bye week. So 
tough schedule for them. They got Dalvin Cook for the starting, you know, first six games. I view it. That's kind of how I view it. I view the Jets season in two parts. The first six weeks with that tough schedule, if they can win three games, that's a good job. Uh, but they might be two and four, could probably be three and three, and they're going to rely heavily on Dalvin Cook. After the bye week seven and going into week eight, I think that's when it becomes the Brees Hall show. Hopefully we just need to get Brees through the bye week. And that's where I think Dalvin Cook's value goes down. If you could, if you draft Dalvin Cook, try and trade him before the bye week, because that's when all his value will be kind of used up. I think the first six games, Dalvin Cook can be a running back two for you. Not super excited about it. And I do think Brees Hall has league winning upside if you want to stash him for the long haul. The receiver you want is obviously Garrett Wilson. The dude's got top 10 upside at the position and he could be top five. You know, that's how good he is. He's really, really good. He's going to do a Devontae Adams impersonation for Aaron Rodgers. Lazard, I'm fine with. He belongs in that big tier of ugly guys of like Michael Gallup, Tyler Boyd, Romeo Dobbs, guys that I'm fine with, you know, at the end of my bench, but I'm not super excited about, you know. Um, Miko Hardman's probably a waiver wire guy. And then I'm actually okay with Tyler Conklin as my tight end two on my bench. Corey Davis retired. I'm sorry, man. Uh, Denzel Mims not on the team. I got to get these wide receivers updated here for the Jets. But I'm optimistic about the Jets. If I don't get Garrett Wilson, I'm probably okay not getting a Jet. Uh, I, I think there's room for them on the team. And Brees Hall is the guy I want down the stretch. But Garrett Wilson is that offense. The Buffalo Bills, man. Uh, we got a lot of guys that look pretty good. Um, Latavius Murray, Damian Harris. We're going to make them orange. And then I'm going to make Deontay Hardy. Orange. Okay. Josh Allen. Yes. He's the top three quarterback. Take him whenever you can. If you stack him with digs, that's a lot of fun. I do think James Cook is an excellent RB2 in PPR formats. Half PPR to standard leagues. I'm not as excited about James Cook. His volume come purely as a receiving back. I do think he's going to get a lot more carries than people anticipated. Like I expect him getting like 12 to 15 carries almost per game as the lead back. Now, last week in the preseason game, they got to the goal line. They brought in Damian Harris. Week one of the preseason, Damian Harris wasn't healthy. Latavius Murray was, and he was the backup. James Cook got the goal line series. So I think there's going to be a rotation on the goal line. We'll see how it plays out, but I think James Cook's still a good pick. Harris and Murray, standard league players only for me. I'm not drafting them in full PPR. Diggs, yes, take him into the first round, whatever you need. And don't sleep on Gabe Davis. I know he burned us all last year, but I think he's going to have a nice bounce back season. Uh, he's going to be healthy, hopefully, for the whole year. He had that ankle sprain week one and just wasn't able to, to you know, get in and out of breaks and have that burst. So Gabe Davis is a nice value. For where he's being drafted right now, I'm buying Gabe Davis. Wide receiver 38, as long as he plays 17 games, he's going to be a top 36 wide receiver in one of the best passing offenses. And then Deontay Hardy's the wide receiver three, but the actual wide receiver three is Dalton Kincaid, who uh, I think you can make work as your tight end one. If you want to grab Kincaid and Musgrave, Kincaid and Ferguson, Kincaid and Jawan Johnson, something like that, you can make a, a tight end duo work with, with Dalton Kincaid. And uh, to be honest with you guys, he's not a tight end. He's not a tight end. He's like the next like version of Travis Kelsey. They're just not going to ask him to block a lot. So I like Kincaid. He's going to operate more as their wide receiver three with Deontay Hardy. Knox is still going to stand the field with his like actual hand in the dirt as the blocking tight end, which Knox is fine in a standard league because I think he's going to catch touchdowns. Khalil Shakir's not really having much success. Justin Shorter made the team. And Trent Sherfield's actually there as the next best receiver. But I like the Bills. You guys should too. Um the Colts or the Patriots literally cut all their backs today. I have to update the, their, their depth chart here. I was actually looking at it and seeing who all made the team. But uh, 
For me, the Patriots have the toughest schedule in football this year. I'm only taking Ramondre Stevenson in a full PPR format, and I'm only taking Ezekiel Elliott in a standard format. Otherwise, Mac Jones, maybe Mac Jones in a super flex league. Otherwise, I don't care. Like, I, I'm sorry, Juju, Devontae, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry. Patriots just don't excite me on offense. I, they, they finally got an offensive coordinator. I think it's going to be okay. It's going to look okay this year. It's going to look much better this year than it did last year, but the schedule's brutal. It's Ramondre and it's Zeke. That's all I'm doing. I don't want to be short with you guys on the Patriots, but leave other people to take your Jujus, the Parkers, the Bournes, the Henrys. You're not going to like starting these guys every week, so don't bother putting them on your bench. That's pretty much how I'm playing the Patriots. Moving on to a fun division, the AFC South. And uh, when I pulled up Warren Sharps, um, let me actually pull that back up for you guys. Uh, I made a video on it before too, so you guys can check that out. But I was looking at Warren Sharps' strength of schedule. Check this out. We have uh, the strength of schedule here. Colts are the third best schedule this year. The Texans are the seventh. The Titans are the ninth. And the Jaguars are the twelfth. The entire AFC South is kind of gross, but they have the best schedule this year. That division has the best schedule this year as well as the uh, the NFC South. So both Souths, man, I think we're going to find value on these teams here. The guy that I want the most on the Houston Texans is Damien Pierce. I'm going to give him bright green because he's my favorite player to draft right now. I think he's being criminally underrated. Um, the dude got elite elite usage in the preseason. He's being drafted at RB16. I think that's his floor. Uh, I have Damien Pierce as like my RB11 or 12 in my projections. He's really ideal as your, your RB2, but if you wanted to kind of go anchor running back with Damien Pierce as your RB1, I think it can work. Again, the Texans have the seventh easiest schedule this year. They're playing in the AFC South. Shout out to Aiden. We're just just in time, man. We're going to be going over your Jacksonville Jags uh, any minute here. We got Adam Thielen for Dobbs. All right, congrats, man. Um, but anyways, back to the Texans here. I think C.J. Stroud in a super flex league, sure. Devin Singletary, no. Mike Boone, no. Nico Collins, yes. I want Nico Collins on my bench this year. Don't sleep on Robert Woods. Revival or Tank Dell. Uh, the number four receiver is Noah Brown. So don't draft John Mechie, guys. He's he's running as the wide receiver five right now. And I'm going to tell you, maybe Dalton Schultz, but please don't. Let's make it red. If you're drafting a Texan and it's not Damian Pierce, you're doing something wrong. Otherwise, you could stay away. It's maybe Nico in a one QB league, maybe CJ Stroud in a super flex league. Otherwise, it's, again, it's Damian Pierce. That's who we're looking for. Uh, just killer, man. Man, we're back. How are we doing tonight? We're mid AFC South right now, and the man that just popped in, Aiden, here, we're going to go over your Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Schultz won't get targets around. Yeah, I just, I'm not drafting Dalton Schultz, man. I, there's so many other tight ends that I'd rather have. Um, and again, like I said, if you, if you're not, if you, if you draft a Texan and it's not Damien Pierce or Nico Collins, you're probably doing something wrong. So, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, let's just get this all green. Let's just get it all green because there's a lot of use here. I'm actually not excited about Evan Ingram, but I'm going to make him orange. I'm going to make Zay Jones orange. And uh, so we're, um, we're, we're, I've covered the, the Norths and the Easts so far. We're halfway through right now. We're working on the AFC South and we're going to bounce to the NFC South. Then we're going to go with the NFC West and then we're going to wrap up with the AFC West. So we're about halfway through. We're on, we're on schedule right now. I said, we're going to go live for about an hour. So just catching my breath, man. We're just talking through so much stuff here. And this will be, this is going to be my final like draft prep video before Labor Day weekend guys. So 
Uh, hopefully it's enough for you guys. I'm, bas I'm basically just trying to highlight the players that I'm looking for and putting on my lists. Now, I love the Jags. Strength of schedule, the Jags have one of they have the 12th best schedule, according to Las Vegas win totals here. So we should be excited about this offense. Their offensive line's a concern. I just want to throw it out, out there. But uh, the players that come to mind when I'm drafting Jags, I think Trevor Lawrence is QB8 in my projections. He's kind of the last of the elite QBs because then there's a huge drop-off to this big tier of like, yeah, well, maybe they can be my QB1. Trevor Lawrence is a QB1. Draft him. You can wait for him. I think he's got like a sixth or seventh round value here. We're just, again, I'm just referencing uh, Fantasy Pros, average draft position. They have Trevor Lawrence as the 54th pick. You can explore him in the fifth round if he falls to the sixth. That's what's going to be good. Uh, Casey in the red. Um, no, we gotta, we're going to get to Kansas City. Uh, they're going to be one of the last teams we cover. We're going to cover the AFC. We're going to cover the, the AFC West at the end. But uh, anyways, uh, Trevor Lawrence, yes. Tank Bigsby can be your running back too. I don't think he's a running back one. Uh, he's a really steady running back too, though. Again, I'm just nervous about the offensive line. I'm also nervous about Tank Bigsby being there. They used him a lot in the preseason game week three. He's going to be a guy that gets on the field. You can put Tank Bigsby as one of your final picks. Um, you can put him as one of your final picks at the end of your draft. Um, I don't know who KC is. KC in the red. Who's KC? I don't know who KC is. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what RT Sports is. Is it Roto Sports? RT Sports? Well, we don't know. Uh, but Calvin Ridley is the guy that I want on my team. If I'm drafting a Jaguar receiver, it's Calvin Ridley. I think he is the clear number one. He's going to be on the field the most. Christian Kirk's getting a lot of. Uh, he's getting a lot of flack lately. He didn't really get it in elite preseason usage. He's more. Christian Kirk profiles more as a wide receiver three flex this year. If he's the fourth receiver on your team, that's perfect. If he's the second receiver on your team, that's not good. Um, Calvin Ridley can be your, your wide receiver too. I think with his draft position, uh, you're looking at a pretty good value here. He's 16th at the wide receiver position. He's 36th overall. I think he can be a solid wide receiver too. And he's probably got wide receiver one upside almost every week. Uh, make him your wide receiver too um oh yeah oh okay that's what we're talking about yeah the chiefs the chiefs have a tough schedule um the whole afc west actually has a tough schedule like you have the raiders you have the chiefs you have the chargers and you have the broncos here so all of the it, it it's literally it, it changes every four years and one of these years the the, the afc west will get one of the easier schedules and that's going to be the year to take those guys but for sure the chiefs have one of the toughest schedules in the league this year but that's not going to scare me off their fantasy uh, their fantasy stuff here. And Rave's with us. Good, my man. How we doing? Um, we're just covering the Jags real quick. I think I covered most of the guys here. Zay Jones belongs in that big tier of like wide receivers that I'm fine with at the end of my bench. You know, your Michael Gallups, your Tyler Boyds, your Alan Lazards, your Romeo Dobbs, guys that are fine, not super excited about, but they're just kind of there. And then Evan Ingram, I'm okay with Evan Ingram. I think the presence of Ridley, Kirk, and Zay Jones is going to hurt him this year. He did have a couple spike games last year that inflated his numbers. So I'm not super excited about Evan Ingram. I'd rather have David Njoku or Pat Frymuth in that range. And then I don't really know if there's anybody that we need to know about on the, the bench here. But uh, I, I do think the Jags are the class of the AFC South. Colts. Anthony Richardson, I want on my team as my quarterback, too, in a 1QB league. I think in a super flex league, he looks really good. This is the end of the list for me. They actually cut Kenyon Drake today. 
Uh, I don't know who the running back two is. I think I think it's Evan Hall. Uh, but Michael Pittman, I could do without him. Like he's a, to be honest, he's like a wide receiver three flex. He's probably your best. He's probably best like on your bench just to see what happens. So if you get him as your four, I'm fine with it. I think Alec Pierce is going to be frustrating to play every week. I think Josh Downs as well. And Jelani Woods is actually out with a, a, a little bit of a hamstring thing. So Kylan Grant and I'm projecting to be the tight end one. Um, honestly, guys, I, I'm not super excited about the Colts. I, I love Anthony Richardson. That's who we should be excited about. I do think these backup running backs, you know, the first four games that Jonathan Taylor's out on PUP list, we're actually interested in Evan Hall and Deion Jackson. Uh, my bad. We're not interested in Zach Moss. Uh, but Evan Hall and Deion Jackson, um, Evan Hall and Deion Jackson are going to split the backfield week one. I, I'm projecting a veteran running back to sign here, whether it's Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, or maybe they, they trade for some, something like that. I don't know yet. Uh, but for sure, the first four games, no Jonathan Taylor, Evan Hall, Deion Jackson. If you're drafting tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, you can, you can snag one of these guys on the end of your bench and see what happens. I think Evan Hall excites me more long term. But uh, honestly, are we really going to want to trust these guys in our starting lineups week one, week two? I don't think so. And then I'm just, I'm just not drafting Jonathan Taylor guys. Uh, I did do a video uh, earlier when I got home, how I'm drafting Jonathan Taylor. Basically I'm viewing Jonathan Taylor as like Alvin Kamara because Kamara's out for three games. Jonathan Taylor's out for four, but we have no clarity on Jonathan Taylor. Will he play with the Colts again? Will he be traded? Is he going to be put on IR? We don't really know. So uh, I'm kind of drafting Jonathan Taylor as like running back 30 in that range. So for Taylor, for me to draft Jonathan Taylor, he's going to have to come down, you know, towards Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Brian Robinson range, which I don't I don't think he does. So Colts, I'm sorry, I'm cutting it kind of short here, but it's Anthony Richard, Richardson or bust. Uh, and then let me just get caught up on some of the comments here. And yeah, I hope everyone's having a great evening. Uh, we got the Bills in December. Uh, Najoku's, I like Najoku. For me, my tight end preferences have been Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard. Those are the two guys that I'm looking for because I think they both have top five upside. And they're relatively cheap. They're both like fifth, sixth round picks. Uh, otherwise, I'm looking for Pat Frymuth and then the joke who's kind of that next guy that I like to look for. I'm getting Jags defense. Yep, they're a good play week one. Um, has anyone told you you look like Adam Sandler? Um, me and my girlfriend, uh, my, my girlfriend teases me that I look like Adam Sandler a lot because I'm always wearing like, a crew neck, like basketball shorts, and one of those dad hats. So um, she would, uh, I'm actually going to take a picture of that because she calls me, uh, she calls me Adam Sandler all the time. So uh, thanks for the comment, man. That's funny. Um, John Brown says, DK or Ridley in the third, two, three turn, need advice. So if we go look at my projections, I, I, I don't understand why in the terms of ADP, that when JSN, Jackson Smith, and the Jigba, I think he's going to get put on the pup list. I'm not sure yet if he's going to miss four games, but I think he's going to miss a few games. Tyler Lockett shot up the draft boards. Like, Tyler Lockett's moving up boards. He's wide receiver 30. He's moving up. But DK Metcalf didn't really move up. I actually have DK Metcalf ahead of Calvin Ridley. And one of the other things that I'm looking at here, too, the Seahawks have a really nice schedule. They, they play in the NFC West. The 49ers have an elite defense. But other than that, like, the Cardinals and the Rams do not. I like DK Metcalf a lot. I think uh, it really depends on the scoring format. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to lean DK Metcalf though, but they're both good picks, man. Like honestly, John, if, if you take, if you take Calvin Ridley, I think he could, I think he could be top five, top 10 receiver. I think DK Metcalf can be too. I, I think DK Metcalf's got like 10, 12 upside uh, touchdowns as an upside. So 
to me, both fantastic picks. I think because you're thinking, you know, along those terms, I think you're going to have a good draft with whatever, uh, with whatever you end up with. But I'm going to go with DK Metcalf and, uh, yeah, man, Adam Sandler. Uh, but let's get over to the Titans here. Um, and yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Milwaukee. I'm from Green Bay. So Packers, Bucks are my teams, unfortunately. Uh, but yep, Bucks are, Bucks are my squad. Um, but uh, let's get uh, let's get to the Tennessee Titans here, guys. I'm curious, you guys, like which Titans are you guys drafting this year? Do you need a Titan on offense? I think Ryan Tannehill for Superflex League has some intrigue as like a late sleeper you put on your bench. I think um, I think Derrick Henry is a guy that I, I don't take a lot. Like I'm nervous about his age in the Titans offensive line. I do find myself drafting Tajay Spears, though. I like Spears. I'm actually I'm, – I'm okay with DeAndre Hopkins when he falls. If you can put DeAndre Hopkins as your wide receiver three, I think that's where he looks really good. And, uh, again, we're looking at the strength of schedule here. The Titans are ninth. They have a decent schedule. They're in the AFC South. they got some easy opponents. Um, I think Hopkins could eat. And you know what? I'm going to make Derrick Henry green. I think Derrick Henry in the second round makes sense. Uh, I'm also drafting Traylon Burks, who got a huge ADP dip now, uh, when he hurt his, his, his knee. He had an LCL injury in his knee. Not super – not super crazy, but he shouldn't be going as wide receiver 48. I think he should be a little bit higher. So I like collecting Burks on my bench. Chigo Conquo is just a tight end two guy that you could stash. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him week one in my lineup, but on my bench, I'd like to babysit Chigo Conquo. After that, it's just not happening for the Texans or for the Titans, man. They don't have a great they don't have great backups. Hassan Haskins, the piece of shit, but uh Derrick Henry, sure. Tajay on my bench, yes, as one of my final picks. Hopkins and Burks, I'm interested in. Uh, and let's see what else we got here. Yeah, we got Tajay Spears hype. Spears looked really good in the preseason, and he locked like he locked up the running back two job. I think he's got a, a base role as the third down back. They're gonna try and keep uh, Derrick Henry fresh, right? So I think Tajay Spears is one of the best picks. You know, if you're in a if you're in a league where you guys got like 16 rounds, like make Tajay Spears your final bench piece, you know, in the 14th or 15th round, whatever you gotta do. Um, so yeah, I, I, good call there guys. And yeah, I'm, I'm in on Burks as a sleeper and I think Chico Conquo can be your tight end too. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I saw. I'm, I'm super in on Burks. He was one of my favorite play Like before the Hopkins trade, I was really excited about Burks and I think I'm coming back to him as being a great pick, but let's move on to the to the um the, the nfc south which again we mentioned the nfc south has good matchups the the saints have the easiest schedule the falcons have the second easiest schedule here's the panthers at four and then the bucks are at 17 i think i'm just gonna cross the bucks off my list guys i'm not sure what you guys think about that but let's go over the falcons i think Bijan is a yes first round give me Bijan. I, I love Bijan this year i think drake london looks really nice as a wide receiver three in full ppr leagues I'm, I'm kind of out on Kyle Pitts. I'm going to make him orange here because I, I think he's okay when he falls at ADP. And then I do think Desmond Ritter's an interesting super flex play, but that's literally it. You, you could put Tyler Algier on the end of your bench. I just, I'm not buying Cordero Patterson, guys. I don't want to burn a roster spot on the 34-year-old running back. But anyways, Bijan, London, yes, please. Ritter in a super flex, Algier on my bench, or Pitts, you know, as a tight end if he falls. I don't know what you guys think about the Falcons, but you guys can let me know. The team that I really want to target here is the New Orleans Saints. I think Derek Carr is a great super flex QB too. He's not a QB one in like a 10 or 12 man league where it's just one QB, but he's interesting. 
Uh, I'm drafting the hell out of Alvin Kamara. I think he's going to come back and be a running back two when he returns week four. I think Jamal Williams can be your running back two for the first three games. I'm still drafting Kendry Miller on the end of my bench because, you know, week one, if Kendry Miller takes a, a 80 yard house call and, and Jamal Williams just kind of looks like a, you know, a turd running for 3.5 yards per carry, they're going to give Miller the ball more. So I'm watching for that. Chris Olave, if you have to draft one New Orleans Saint, you want Chris Olave. Are you guys in? Are, are you guys in or out on, on Michael Thomas? I, I prefer not to draft him because his ADP is kind of weird. Like around his ADP, I'm taking Zay Flowers. I'm taking Sky Moore. I'm taking Brandon Cooks, JSN. Like I just, I don't take a lot of Michael Thomas, but I'm okay with him. Uh, Rashid Shahid, maybe he's a waiver wire guy at some point this year. Uh, and then I'm, I'm actually open to, I'm open to Jalen Johnson as a tight end too for me. Let's get caught up here. Uh, thoughts on sh- selling Mixon plus Mike Williams for James Cook and Burks in a second. Um, that's a lot to digest, but I think I think I'm gonna go with the 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 youth man, Cook Burks, both second year players and a 2024 second. Sign me up. Um, so part one, uh, part one, what I did, uh, it's basically the same thing. I just I didn't highlight the players, and I didn't do it live. So I was just basically talking for an hour and like ten minutes, and I kind of just gave you guys the snapshot. So it's literally the exact same thing, uh, but it's not live, and I'm kind of going a little bit more in depth as I give each team about three or four minutes. So kind of the same thing, but now we're just, we're kind of interactive tonight and I'm actually highlighting it and kind of doing a little bit more, a little bit more fantasy take uh, of the situation. So same thing, just a little bit different tonight. Um, And yeah, Olave right now is being priced. Let me zoom in here. Olave is wide receiver 12 and I'm buying it. I'd rather have Olave than, than Devonta, Debo, T Higgins, you know, I think Olave, DK, and Ridley, that's a really tough group for me. If I can only have, like, I'm going to be doing a draft soon, and I have I have the second overall pick, and I'm going to be at the 2-3 turn, and I'm going to be looking at Olave, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. Like, it's going to be a tough decision. Um, oh, man, okay. Olave's your dude. You want Chris Olave this year. He, he was pretty elite as a rookie last year. He might have been uh, – him and Garrett Wilson were some of the best rookie wide receivers last year, but Olave is he's he's good, man. Um, the teams you missed, so we're on the South right now. We just covered the AFC South. This is my fifth, my sixth division of the night. So we covered the entire AFC North. You know, uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. We covered the whole NFC North: Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, and Chicago. Covered. The AFC East, the Patriots, the Jets, the the, the Dolphins, and um, why can't I think? The Bills. And then we covered the NFC East, which is the Eagles, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Cowboys. So training my memory there. Ryan, good evening, my man. Hope you're doing well. We're just recapping my fantasy takes here on the final uh, the final week of the draft prep for us. But the Saints, man, like again, they have one, they have the easiest schedule in the league. They're gonna win, they're gonna win games. Make them your defense. If you guys draft defenses in your leagues, draft the Saints defense. They're going to be really, really good. Um, I didn't see. Um, you, after the video, you can kind of go back and rewind. But, again, I basically just went through and I highlighted everybody green or orange. Orange equals, like, I'm open to them. I don't love them. Green, I want them on my teams. Uh, I do a super green if I super like them. 
but uh, the Saints definitely, you guys got to have a Saint on your team. If not, get the Saints defense. Uh, but let's go about the, the Panthers. The Panthers have the fourth easiest schedule, according to Warren Sharp's strength of schedule. I don't think you need to draft a Panther this year. I think Miles Sanders is okay as a running back, too. I think Bryce Young is a super flex only option. Uh, I'm not, you know, drafting the handcuffs, Hubbard or Blackshear. To be honest with you, I, I don't hate Thielen. I think Thielen could be your wide receiver three or four. Like you might even start him week one and have an okay day, but I just don't think he's going to be on your team in your starting lineup come December. So I'm super, <laughs> I'm super nervous about that. Uh, and, and just killer. We can, we can, um, I planned on going live for an hour, so let's bang out the rest of them. And then if I can go over anything else you need. Um, but uh, otherwise DJ Chark, Mingo, I want Mingo on my bench as one of my last rookie picks. I'll put, I'll take a shot on Mingo Hayden Hurst, maybe as a tight end too. I just, I'm not feeling the Panthers guys. They do have an easy schedule, but I'm just overall, I don't have the good vibes for the Panthers right now. Tampa Bay, same thing. I mean, I think Rashad white can be a nice running back too in PPR leagues. Any other format, I'm not taking him. I do think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin can be valuable wide receiver threes, but again, where they're being drafted, like, Godwin and Mike Evans down all the way down here. Like, give me Tyler Lockett. Give me Brandon Ayuk. Give me Mike Williams, George Pickens. Give me Jahan Dotson. Like, give me Deontay Johnson. Give me these guys uh, over the Buccaneers, which they're playing for the first overall pick here. So I'm cutting the Buccaneers short, but we're going to move on to the AFC or the NFC West. And this is the division that you want to be a part of. Yes, Christian McCaffrey's elite. I think Debo and Ayuk can both be your wide receiver twos, but they look best as your wide receiver threes. I'm actually not drafting George Kittle, guys. Last year, he had a touchdown spike year. Uh, I see that coming back down to five or six touchdowns. And I think with a healthy CMC, Debo, and Ayuk, it's probably not looking uh, all that rosy for George Kittle. Now, Brock Purdy looks really good as a super flex QB, too. Other than that, that's pretty much the offense. I mean, Trey Lance is out, out of here now, uh, but I am watching the health of the backups here. You could maybe draft Elijah Mitchell as a handcuff, but uh, keep an eye on Jordan Mason. He did run pretty good in the preseason. I do like the 49ers, and uh, at the end here, the, the, the strength of schedule, 49ers got the fifth best schedule, so it, it's looking pretty good here. Now, the Rams, Rams are one of those teams that have a middle schedule. They're ranked 15th. I'm not super excited about the Rams. I do think Cooper Cup is still elite. He's going to have a good year. Matthew Stafford is a guy that I'm open to in uh, in super flex leagues. Cam Akers, I'm not super excited about. Um, I think he's kind of like Miles Sanders for me. He could be an RB2, but they really like Kieran Williams. And I, I don't mind putting Kyron Williams as like the last pick on my team and my bench and seeing how week one goes. Because there's been some buzz that Kyron Williams might be the third down back. And they really, they really liked him last summer, too. They might give him a chance to get some playing time. And Royce Freeman got cut. But after that, like, maybe Tyler Higby as your tight end one or two. I'm fine with it. But honestly, it's Cooper Cup. That's the guy I want here. Stafford in the Superflex League and the other guys I could do without. The Rams just aren't going to be good. Challenge for you guys in the chat. Um, I'm going to guess Diggs, Chase, and Allen. Yes, sir. Um, got picked two tonight for 12 team league torn between chase and CMC lean CMC upside come playoff weeks. Um, they're, they're both fantastic picks, man. I think in a full PPR, my second overall pick has always been Jamar chase. I love Jamar chase. I tend to wait for running backs, but I get it. If you start with CMC, you know, you're going to like the wide receivers at the two, three turn. So if that's what makes you comfortable, I, I think they're both in the same tier. And uh, again, we looked at that strength of schedule, man. 49ers have the fifth easiest schedule this season, which is really good for CMC. 
No problem, man. Um, thoughts on the running back room too, man. They only got two running backs on the roster. Mac Jones is gone. I think they're going to go add Colt McCoy. Um, I think Akers is the guy, but like honestly, if I'm drafting a Ram and it's not Cooper Cup, I probably don't need that Ram. I think Cam Akers is fine, but um, where Cam Akers is, my problem is where Cam Akers is being drafted. Cam Akers has uh, ADP of 57. I'd rather wait for James Cook 10 picks later. I like getting Camara in that same range. Let me actually filter here. Uh, I like James Cook. I love da- like I'd rather wait for David Montgomery over Cam Akers. So it's tough for me to click on Cam Akers right now. Let's finish up with the Seahawks here in the NFC West, and then we'll go to everyone's favorite division, the NFC West. Uh, again, Seahawks, they have the 10th easiest schedule this year. Geno Smith, I think, can be a top 10, top 12 QB. If you want to wait for QB in a one QB league, grab Geno and Anthony Richardson. Grab Geno and Jared Goff and just play the matchups. I think it could work out. Now, Kenneth Walker, I'm not taking him in a full PPR league. I'm taking him in half PPR and standard league. So I'm going to make him orange because he's very, he's very scoring format dependent. I think Zach Charbonnet. He's good in any format. I think Zach Charbonnet is going to be a really good player. He's going to compliment Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is not really a great pass catching back. Charbonnet is. And to be honest, I actually think Charbonnet might be the goal line back. I'm still not sure on that theory yet, but we'll test it out. Charbonnet just goes way too late in drafts where he's being drafted right now. RB 36 around pick 100. You can get him in the double digit rounds and stash him. Uh, I super love DK Metcalf. I like Tyler Lockett. And right now, guys, Jackson Smith and the jig was falling. Like I did a draft last night with Harris who watches the videos. Usually Uh, we got, I think we saw JSN fall just way, way, way too far. Um, So I'm going to make him orange. If you can get him late stash him, put him on your IR, see what happens. That's probably good news, Uh, but that's really it. We're not drafting the Seahawks tight ends. I want DK. If I'm grabbing one Seahawk, it's DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. And then I'll consider Geno Smith. Let's finish up with the Cardinals here. I don't, I don't know what to do, guys. I, I really don't want to draft a Cardinal. Like, if I'm being honest with you guys, like, we could just cross this whole team off the list. They have the 22nd hardest schedule. We don't know who their QB is week one. I'm assuming it's going to be Josh Dobbs. Like, come on, guys. Like, they're just going to start a guy that got there last week. They're playing for the number one pick. They're not going to win games. They're probably going to sell Marquise Brown at the trade deadline, which maybe maybe Marquise is a target. And if you can just put up with his, with the Cardinals bullshit. But – Otherwise, like I'm, I just I'm not interested in James Conner because where Conner gets drafted, I'm gonna wait for James Cook, Camara, Pacheco, Montgomery. I just I don't see Conner being on my roster for the fantasy playoff stretch, so I don't take a lot of him. Um, I just I don't see it with the Cardinals guys. I'm gonna skip the Cardinals. If you guys have questions on the Cardinals, we can get into it. Let me get caught up on the comments, uh, and then we'll go over the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, who is one player who's gonna shock a lot of people this season? Besides Jordan Love, um, besides Jordan Love, one player that's going to shock everybody this year, I think it's Damian Pierce, man. My my Damian Pierce vibes are through the roof the last couple of weeks. He's been a guy that I drafted a ton. Absolutely love Damian Pierce. If I had to give you one player each position here, I think QB – the QB that's going to shock, I, I think it's Kenny Pickett or Jordan Love that's going to play pretty well this year for running back. I really like Damian Pierce, but I also really like David Montgomery. 
for wide receiver, I, I think one of the ultimate sleepers is DK Metcalf. People are kind of disrespecting him. Uh, I still think he's a top – he could finish top five. Like, if he catches 12, 13 touchdowns, we're not going to be surprised, right? Uh, the other receiver that I think could shock people is Jahan Dotson, who I have a theory, and I never really voiced it before Terry McLaurin's injury, but I I think it's possible that Jahan Dotson's a better receiver than Terry McLaurin. He has the first-round pedigree that we look for. Uh, he was drafted 16th overall last year. Terry McLaurin was a nice second-round hit for the Commanders. But Jahan Dotson's really freaking good. He caught seven touchdowns last year as a rookie from Taylor Heineke. And I know Sam Howell's like still unknown, but personally, I want second-year wide receivers on my team. And just to be quick with you, um, this, this list of second-year receivers, this is a sick list. You got Garrett Wilson. You have Chris Olave. You have um, doo -doo -doo, Drake London. You have George Pickens. You have uh, Jahan Dotson. There's probably more that I'm missing here. Um, love that list of Sky Moore, Traylon Burks. There's a ton of second-year receivers that just are so good. And then the tight end that's going to shock everybody is going to be, if it's not Dallas Goddard, it's going to be Luke Musgrave. So we'll say that. Um that's what I was thinking. Take CMC and then just hammer two receivers. Um, I think Rasheed Rice probably won't be on a lot of my redraft teams because I'd rather, if I'm drafting a chief, I want Sky Moore. I think Sky Moore is going to be the consistent player there. It takes a while for these guys to kind of get into the system. So if I'm drafting a chief's receiver, it's Sky Moore. I think Rasheed Rice, we're going to probably babysit him. In terms of snaps and routes and depth charts here, let, let's talk about it because I got the chief's um, – I got the Chiefs on the schedule tonight right here. So, uh, yes, we're drafting Mahomes. Yes, we're drafting Kelsey. Uh, I'm drafting Pacheco. I do think Pacheco looks better in a half PPR standard league. I still like him in PPR, but he does have a little bit less value because he's not really a big pass catcher. The Chiefs do carry three running backs now. McKinnon, PPR only. I'm not dabbling with him in half PPR standard. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not a bad last pick of your draft either if you want to just pencil him in. So this is how I think the order of the receivers is going to go. MVS is going to lead the team in routes, run, snaps, not in targets. Kelsey's going to lead the team in targets, but we're just talking receivers here. Sky Moore is going to be the guy that leads them in receptions and targets for the wide receiver position. MVS is still that deep ball guy. He's going to be on the field a lot. They paid him too much money to not play him. Now, Kadarius Tony. I simply do not draft Kadarius Tony. I know Justin in the chat loves Kadarius Tony on the bench here. I don't know where he gets drafted, but I, I find myself just not excited. Like he's wide receiver 46. I'm taking Sky Moore, Traylon Burks. I'm taking Elijah Moore. I'm taking some other guys in that area over him. I just don't want to babysit him. I, one, I don't trust him to stay healthy. I don't trust him to get a lot of snaps on the field. So uh, I do think week one, you're probably going to see Richie. Like I'd rather have Richie James over Rasheed Rice on my fantasy teams this year. I think he's a trusted veteran. He plays special teams. I know he's going to be up for the roster every week. So last pick on your bench, like take Richie James. I, I think Rasheed Rice is nice, but it's going to take some time and I just don't want to babysit, but I like, you got to like the chiefs, man. The chiefs are going to ball this year. Um, Allen hurts round three. I have no problem. Like, taking Jalen hurts Allen or Mahomes anytime is, is never a bad idea. Now the Raiders guys, the second worst schedule in the NFL this year. I am not excited about the Raiders. I think Josh Jacobs is okay at ADP. 
I think Devontae Adams is fine. Otherwise, like, I really don't need a Raider on my team. Jimmy Garoppolo is barely usable in a Superflex league. Jacoby Myers is maybe a guy that I'd put on my bench. But other than that, guys, like, I think I'm just staying away from the Raiders. I just – I don't trust the vibes here. Took forever to pay Josh Jacobs. Devontae Adams was mad at management. And if Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, like, we're, yeah, Aiden O'Connell's cool, but – you know, these, we, we still don't know anything about him as a player. So I'm pumping the brakes on the Raiders. The strength of schedule tells me to stay away. I still like Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, but where these guys are being drafted, like instead of Devontae Adams, like, yeah, I'll take CD Lamb or AJ Brown if I can, or I might, I might take Garrett Wilson in a full PPR league. I might take Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, or you look at the running backs there, uh, but let's finish up. We got two more teams guys. Um, so I think next year, what we saw with Sky Moore is they threw way too much at him last year. And Sky Moore was still a project. I think Rasheed Rice is a little bit more polished as a, as a route runner coming out. Uh, I, I think it's going to be too up and down for Rasheed Rice. And they just honestly, the Chiefs have like six receivers and they, they like all of them. They're going to play all of them. So I, I, I do think Rasheed Rice in dynasty formats next year, we'll get a better evaluation of him. We just want to see him make plays when his, when his name is called. And maybe... Maybe he's one of those. Um, maybe he's one of those wide receivers that get more opportunity as the season goes on. But again, you're gonna have to babysit him on your roster. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather instead of Rasheed Rice, give me Jaden Reed, who's the wide receiver three for the Packers. I think he could be better than Romeo Dobbs. Give me Marvin Mims, who's gonna be on the field if Jerry Judy can't play. And let's talk about Marvin Mims right now. And uh, I appreciate it, man. Don't forget to subscribe, like the video, all that good stuff, guys. Uh, we're moving to 1,000 subscribers. Like we're trying to hit that 1,000 subs before the Kansas City Detroit Lions kickoff. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this Tuesday night. Let's cover the Denver Broncos. Who do you need here? <laughs> Who do you need on the Denver Broncos, guys? Um, let's talk about Javante Williams and Samaj P. Ryan. Um, you can draft Javante Williams. You can plan to have Javante Williams on your team. You're going to have to spend like a sixth round. Like he goes way too high right now, but let's see his draft price. Javante Williams based on this ADP is running back 28. He's got a 58 next to his name. So I'm okay with a sixth round pick maybe, but I'm not starting him week one. I, I think that's a bad idea. I think Samaj P. Ryan's the guy you want in your lineup week one. But to be honest, we're probably not starting the Broncos uh, week one running backs anyways. So the way that I'm playing it is if I draft Javante Williams, I'm going to grab like Jamal Williams, who's going to start for three games. I'm going to grab another running back like Brian Robinson or something and, and start that guy first. And let's let the Broncos tell us how just how healthy Javante Williams is. If they're going to if they're going to come out and give him 15 carries week one and there's no restrictions on him, then it looks really good. But if they come out and they give P Ryan 15 and they give Javante six carries, that's a problem. So I'm cautiously optimistic that Javante Williams is a guy that could be, you know, come November, December, like he could be a guy that we really want on our fantasy teams, but you have to make a draft plan that makes sense. Um, I drafted in a league with a friend and we drafted Javante Williams like in the sixth or seventh round. And then we grabbed Isaiah Pacheco a round or two later to be our starting running or starter running back too. So we, we don't even need Javante in our starting lineup. I think that's the way you draft him. Honestly, you can draft both. Because I, I think when Jerry Judy got hurt with the hammy, we don't know if he's going to play week one. But my instant reaction was Broncos are going to run the shit out of the ball. Like, that's what they want to do. They're going to use two backs. They're just going to pound the ball. 
So P Ryan, definitely a sleeper. I want on my running uh, on my bench here. He could be your RB three or four. Uh, I'm grabbing P Ryan. Cause he's just, he's going way too cheap. He's all the way down here. RB 38. Like he's going to be a top 30 running back. I think by the end of the year, and even if Javante's healthy, man, they're going to keep using both running backs. That's what Sean Payton does. Um, Russell Wilson doesn't need to be on my team in a one QB league, but I think he's a super flex only guy for me. Honestly, I'm, I'm pretty nervous about Jerry Judy and his ADP has not fallen enough for me to start clicking on him. Like he's still being drafted. Uh, he's being drafted. I guess they have a 72 next to his name here. So he's like at the end of the round six or end of round. Yeah. End of round six is kind of where he's being drafted right now. Uh, I think in my terms here, I'd give me George Pickens, Mike Williams, Ayuk. I'm taking other guys in the Jerry Judy range. So guess what? I'm going to make him red. Um, Sutton. I'm fine with Sutton. He's like literally the only healthy veteran receiver they got. He can be your number three or number four wide receiver. Uh, and, and it was looking really good for Judy. It sucks, man. He had the, he had the mini breakout at the end of last year. Russell Wilson put some good games together with him at the end of the season, but now uh, make Judy yellow, man. Um, We'll make him yellow. We'll make him yellow. Uh, but honestly, Marvin Mims is like one of the best rookie stash picks you can make. Marvin Mims reminds me of like a Brandon Cooks type, a guy that could blow the top off the defense. He could jive with Russell Wilson and he could do like a Tyler Lockett impression. We all thought Jerry Judy was Tyler Lockett last year, but Marvin Mims can do that. And uh, honestly, I, th I think he's if Jerry Judy can't play week one. Uh, if Jerry Judy can't play week one, Marvin Mims is locked into the second wide receiver role. And even if Judy plays, like Mims is the number three receiver. So he's not going to come off the field a ton as a rookie. And he's a guy that could just get better and better as the season goes on. So uh, one of the best late round picks you can make is Marvin Mims. Put him on your bench. All right. All good. All good. We're back. We're back, fellas. Uh, but we got Greg Dulcich here that I was just going to mention. He's fine as a tight end, too. I'm not going to start him week one. They did let go of Alberto Quagmanon, which is a nice little win for Greg. Uh, but overall, I, I'm not um, – no, I hit uh, – on my mouse, I accidentally hit the back button on my mouse, so it moved my screen back, unfortunately. But we're all good here. Uh, let me get caught up here on the comments here. Um, yeah, I think – that injury to Devontae was so horrendous. Yeah, in, that was a multi-ligament injury, which is scary. It's super scary when you tear the MCL and the ACL. Like, that's the worst kind that you could have. Brees Hall only had the ACL, but Javante's ahead of Brees Hall. So, um, and yeah, man, I, I think at this point, uh, that, that's why I did part one non-live, because it, it does, I'm able to just power through it, but... The AFC West, man, is one of the juiciest divisions in fantasy football. Like, I gotta give it, I gotta give it good time here because we all care about these teams. Like the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Broncos are, are probably three of the most important teams in fantasy football this year. But we're gonna finish up with the Chargers, guys. My my QB that I want in all my drafts is, is Justin Herbert. I think he's gonna throw for almost 5,000 yards and he's got a good chance to lead the league in yards, completions, touchdowns. Like this new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. He gave Dak Prescott like a QB three season back in 2019. Like Dak Prescott was on fire. And I think Justin Herbert's much more talented. And honestly, this offense with Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnson, Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, so much talent. Love Justin Herbert. My preference at QB is 
Uh, one of you guys, yeah, one of you guys mentioned like wanting to get um, like Josh Allen or, or Jalen Hurts as your QB. I like waiting till round five to get Justin Herbert because tell me other players that are like locked in round five that are like hits, like super smash hits. You know, round three, I can still like if I'm taking a quarterback round three, I'm passing up some really good wide receivers or running back opportunities. Whereas round five, like Justin Herbert sticks out to me round five. So I love him as my QB one. I think he could be a top three QB this year and he's being drafted outside the top five. So super excited about that. Uh, Eckler. Yes. For me, it goes JJ Chase, CMC Eckler. Those are the top four picks this year in full PPR. We can worry about Eckler, but in a non PPR format, I'm not super excited about, but full PPR Eckler still got it. He's a top two, top three running back this season. So we'll make him green. Josh Kelly's the handcuff, but you don't need to draft him. I'm excited about Mike or Keenan Allen. I, I do think, I mean, Keenan Allen's numbers at the end of last year were unbelievable. He was, he was like a top 10 wide receiver when he got back healthy. I think the knock on him is that he's injury prone, but he's really not. Like if you look back at his career, yeah, he missed like one full season and then half of another season. But up until last year, he played like four straight full seasons. So he's not injury prone. He's really good. Sounds like he's having a great camp. I love Keenan Allen. And for where Keenan's being drafted, um, I'd rather have Keenan Allen than DJ Moore. I think it's a mistake to have DJ Moore above Keenan Allen. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but I'd rather have Keenan Allen over Amari Cooper. I might take Keenan Allen over T Higgins and I'm definitely taking Keenan Allen over Debo Samuel in full PPR formats. Yes. I, I think Keenan Allen's like wide receiver 15 or 16 in my rankings. Um, Mike Williams is one of my favorite value picks where he's being drafted in these, in these rankings is way too low. Again, we're talking about a 5,000 passing yard offense and Mike Williams, if he stays healthy, like dude could catch 10 touchdowns in this year and go for 1200 yards. I love Mike Williams. His positional value looks best as a wide receiver three and Quentin Johnson, man, I think I'm, I think I'm going to put him on my do not draft list. Um, Cause Joshua Palmer is the wide receiver three. Quentin Johnson was unable to beat him out. So pour some cold water on Quentin Johnson. He's not a rookie. We're drafting. You actually could put Josh Palmer at the end of your bench in a redraft league. And if anything happens to Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, that's going to move Josh Palmer up to wide receiver two. Uh, and then Everett, Tight end two, I'm fine with him. I think he's a decent uh, opportunity there to stash. Uh, but whew, we did it. All 32 teams. Um, if you guys missed the beginning part of the show, I'll kind of just do a recap. I'll, I'll just kind of leave this up on the screen for you guys to look at real quick. I made uh, for the Ravens, I did Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews as my targets. Let me do one more zoom zoom out. Uh, the Browns, I made Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, David Njoku as my targets. The Bengals, I did Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins as my targets. The Steelers, I did Pickett, Warren, Deontay, Pickens, and Pat Frymuth as my targets. NFC North, we did Fields, Herbert, Roshan, and DJ Moore. Packers are lit up green here. Love, Jones, Watson, Reed, and Musgrave. I love grabbing one of these guys on the end of my bench in drafts right now. Uh, the Lions are Goff, Gibbs, Montgomery, and Amon Ra. The Vikings are just Kirk, Ty Chandler, Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. And then we'll cover, uh, I'll go over the, a the the Easts real quick and then we'll get out of here for the evening guys. But Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Darren Waller, Sam Howell, Brian Robinson, Gibson, and, and Jahan Dotson. Or Jahan Dotson's my dude. Uh, Dak, Tony, CeeDee Lamb, Cooks, and Jake Ferguson. The number one, that's the answer to the question. Where's that question? Um, 
trying to find that question that we had. It was a great question too. It was an unbelievable question. Where was it? Was it just killer? I think he ducked out. Um, absolutely love Jake Ferguson as my number one sleeper. Marvin Moms is back. Um, maybe at the end of the year, but I just I think I think Josh Palmer is just he's not great, but he's good enough where like if Quentin Johnston's behind in the playbook or the routes or anything like that, and like he's played with Justin Herbert for two years now. So I think it's going to take some some time for Quentin to, to, to surpass Palmer, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if QJ makes some big plays. Yeah. I just, that's what I'm talking about. Like, give me, give me Palmer at the end of the bench, you know, kind of thing. Uh, Ferguson's my favorite sleeper hurts AJ Brown, Devonta Smith and Goddard are my Eagle targets. And then we'll finish up here with the AFC East targets Tua, Tyreek Waddle, Brees, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Conklin, Josh Allen, James Cook, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, and Dalton Kincaid. And then Ramondre is the only New England Patriot. But, guys, that's it for me. We went over an hour today. Uh, this was a lot of fun. You guys can go back and watch it if you're just joining us now. But I went through all 32 teams. I highlighted players that I players that I liked in green, players that I'm open to drafting in orange, and then I made uh, guys that I wasn't drafting. I made them, I made them red. So uh, go play the red light, green light game. Watch the video. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you for watching, and uh, football is on next weekend, guys. We're almost there. Tomorrow night, we're doing a doubleheader live stream event. Um, we're doing our usual ESPN mock drafts, 6 p.m. Central time. If you guys want to join that, join our Discord. I'm probably going to post a link somewhere. There might be a link in the description right now, but join the Discord. That's where I post the link to get into that draft if you want to draft with us. And then um, that's at 6 p.m. Central time. And then on 8 p.m. Central time, we're doing a, a live Yahoo standard draft with Harris and a couple other people that watch the show. So two live streams tomorrow night, one mock, one real draft. So take it easy, guys. We'll see you tomorrow night. Peace. Mm -hmm.